going to go to the book of Ezekiel. And while I got time tonight, we're going to talk about the vision of 1979. The Lord showed me some vision in 1979 when I was seeking the Lord, or at least when the Lord got me found to the point of surrender, because in 1979 wasn't the time that I yielded. There was a time that I yielded, but the Lord was dealing with me a long time before that. Sometimes the Lord deal with us over a period of time trying to get us to be submissive to his will. But we, but we, we stubborn, pray the Lord. So that's where I was. Seemed like the world had so much to offer, and I didn't want to yield to the Lord because the world just had so much to offer. Uh, pray the Lord. And that's where this generation is. The world seems to have so much to offer, but since they don't know the word, this generation don't know the word. So somebody got to take them the word of God because they don't know the word. They might don't heard in a small capacity there is a God. But they still ain't got to that point yet where they know. The Bible said there shall arise a generation that know not me. See, this generation don't hear it, but they don't know God. See, there's a difference of hearing about somebody and knowing somebody. See, I can hear about somebody over yonder and never met them and don't know them. I just heard about them. Pray the Lord. You know, I heard about B.B. King, but I never met him. I don't know him. Uh, I hear about some of the uh, preachers, some of them mega church, some of them small. Sometimes people ask me, say, do you know Reverend so-and-so? And I said, no, but I might have seen him. See, some, some of these people I have seen, but I still don't know him. So this generation don't heard about God, but they don't know him. Not all, some. Some don't heard about God, but they don't know him. Now for the rest that ain't heard, the Bible says, how can they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach except they be sunk? The Lord don't put in my heart way back there in 79, when the Lord was saving me, uh, I remember the, the Lord put in my heart to go to my mother's house in Clarksdale. And I wound up this church praying and asked the Lord to forgive me. And I went to bed. She had this bunk bed. I went to top bunk bed. It was, one, it was wintertime. I, I, I remember that so good. The bunk bed would be a little cold, but that top would be warm up there. And since the Lord was dealing with me, I thought I wasn't going to be able to sleep because the thing that the Lord was showing me was scaring me and was causing me some anxiety. But I heard this voice. For this day, I believe was an angel. Could not have been an angel, but it said, go to those that know not God. See, the Lord had showed me a lot of vision, but in this case, I didn't see nothing. I just heard this voice. They said, go to those that know not God. 
And and I proceeded to try to do yes that and still doing that. So the Lord done put on my heart to go back to that preaching of being on the streets. But this time I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it with a little bit more style. See, back there then I, w- I didn't have no style to it. See, when a person got a tent, that's a little style. And it seems to draw a little attention a, m- a little bit. So this time I'm going to add a little style. Now what I mean is not style to myself, style to my setup. It's going to be a little style to my setup when we go back out there this time. Pray the Lord. And the Lord don't give me a burden for Shelby, Mississippi. A burden for Rosedale, Mississippi. A burden for Cleveland. And a few more places. A burden. Pray the Lord. That's a desire that to get out there and do something that other might count. A little worsome or got in it, put in a little effort. Pray the Lord. Now, I'm be going to the seventh chapter of the book of Ezekiel. And, and I'm going to just read this vision. For the Bible, let me know that I heard this a long time ago. If you have a vision compared to the scripture. Now, first, I need to give the vision. I remember I was in this uh, in this particular vision. This invisible spirit pushed in a easel. I, I I learned the name of that board I seen back there. Then I called it a blackboard. But it was an easel and it had wheels on it. I don't know how many here know what an easel was is because back there then I didn't know what an easel was. I, I I seen a blackboard. And I know in school we had these blackboards. But the, the, but them one that we got now, they they on wheels and they ain't that big, but that's an easel if I'm pronouncing that word right. So he pushed in this easel, and and, and my brother's about two years and a few months younger than I was was standing behind, and as I looked at this invisible spirit that pushed in this easel. I spoke to the spirit and said, are you a spirit from God? The spirit didn't speak one word, but picked up this shop and ran down some little circles. That made no sense to me. And then he ran down something that looked like a a, a cursed edge. You know that little edge to teach in school? Once you get past writing ABC, the normal way. He written that down, and that made no sense. I know it was a word, but it didn't make no sense. Then it's finally written in plain English, God will look down from where he sat and pass judgment. And, and in this vision, it was like I was being in two places. I was somewhere looking down, but also I was there too. And my cousin walked in front of the easel, and I couldn't see it, and I, I pulled him out the way. And as I was looking at this, trying to figure out what it means, God was just using my kinfolk because the, the fellow I pulled out in front of me was, was my cousin Melvin. And this other figure, who was my daddy, 
my father coming out walking very fast without erasing anything. And erase all that stuff without even looking at it. And, and after he, that happened, I heard this voice come from above and spoke one word and said, Ruva. I know what the voice of the Lord now. And I know now the invisible spirit was the Holy Ghost. So the invisible spirit leaped at me and spoke to me from within and said, Go to Ruva. You'll learn a false prophet. And power will be given unto you. And, and that's just what I did. Praise the Lord. So I, I, I wound up in Ruva. And as I crossed that railroad crack, I looked at this uh, down this little street that was called, uh, uh, I can't think of the name of that street right now, Easy Street, I think. But I said then, I said, if it had been the Lord, he'll want me to go to church. So I tried to find me a church that night. And I found a church, for some reason, that church looked like it didn't look right. Uh, you know, the Bible said we'll have the gift of discernment. Seemed like that, seemed like it, it was demon over that church. It wasn't right. So I know that wasn't a place for me to go. It had about three cars in front of it, but it just it it looked like it was overshadowed with darkness. So I, I, I didn't go there. And I drove a little low, longer, and I seen this tent going on. This guy had this tent up, and, 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 and I drove up over there, and I sat on the side of the car for a while, I said, I'm going to smoke this cigarette and go see what this guy got to say. And I did get that. I smoked my cigarette, and I walked out there and got me a seat. And when I was sitting there, this lady got up and sung this song. She said, do it all, do it all, do it all. You don't see them. I, uh, at least Bishop Knight said that's who it would still be. That lady that, that played the piano now. But she was young then. All of them were young then. And she sat down with the crime. Then Bishop Knighton got up. He wasn't no bishop then. He said, you devil. The Lord can't use you smoking your cigarette. He said that for three or four times and took up a tech. I can't tell you what it was because that's all I remember. But there was this boy sitting on the side of me. When he said, you devil, the Lord can't use you smoking your cigarette, that guy frowned up, closed that Bible, and got up and left. He was offended. It was two young ladies sitting there. I guess they got offended too because they left. I sat there. I, I sat through all that rebuke. And later on I read in the Bible, God rebuked every son he received. He said, if we don't have no rebuke, we are not a son. See, they, they, they left. They couldn't, they couldn't stand the rebuke. I stood there and took my rebuke. Pray the Lord. Now, I had many more visions, but some reason this is the main one we want to concentrate on. It's where the Bible said God will pass, look down and pass Jeremy from where he sat. Now, coming up to another time, before the Lord led me to his word, I was laying on the floor, and the, and the Spirit had me look up the word reprobate. I didn't want to look at that word reprobate because I knew something, I knew if something was going to be said that I didn't like. Well, seeing like, like I just didn't have no control, I was compelled to look up that word reprobate. And the word reprobate means 
condemned, lost in sin. And when I read that, I don't know, boy, God showed me some uh, something real quick that shook my spirit. God let me know that I was on my way to hell. Praise the Lord. And I, I tell you, when the Lord let me know that I was on the way to hell, you talking about a bad feeling. I mean that that's one of the baddest feelings there is to know that one is on their way to hell. This generation don't know they're on their way to hell. That's why it ain't bothering them. But when I realized that I was on my way to hell, I tell you, it just took a big bite out of everything that was in me. Pray, Lord. I closed that Bible up, and I found myself with no hope. Pray, Lord. Then I shown up, started seeking the Lord then. I started seeking the Lord with tears. I heard a preacher preach that back there in, in, in the early 30s or 40s, said there was this fighting brimstone preacher. Said when he preached and got through, said folk were holding on to the pole crying because they didn't want to go to hell. Praise the Lord. Hell is real. So, but anyway. The Lord finally straightened me up and got me on the road. And I remember I, I, I was on the farm, been a farm worker most of all my younger days. I would go to work all day and come back home at 12 o'clock to read my Bible because I had developed a little habit of reading it and reading it. And I would open up on the Ezekiel and these and he black letters would appear in that book saying, I will not repent. I would close that book up because I thought, you know, I said earlier, God said, condemn lost in sin. I thought I was still lost in sin. See, when you're a sinner, God ain't talking to you. He talked to you through the preacher. But I was sent the word of God and didn't know it. And the word said, I shall not repent. So I closed the book up and I'll go home. I mean, get back on track, drive there, you come back. I wouldn't open that book up no more. The next morning, I got on that tractor, did the same as I did thing, came in at 12 o'clock with the book up and said, I repent, it's not. I closed that book, and I said, I said, the Lord is not going to repent of my sin. The Lord wasn't talking about my sin, but I thought he would. See, sometimes the Lord got to go extreme to, to get our attention like he did Peter. He said, Peter, love as I mean. Peter said, yes, Lord. Then Jesus turned to him again, Peter, love as I mean. Then Peter said, yes, Lord. Then Jesus turned to him again and said, Peter, love it, I mean. The Bible said Peter was grieved that he asked him the last time. And he said with an audible voice, Lord, I know it's that I love you. And he turned to him and said, feed my sheep. God's sheep are not being fed in these last days. The Bible said the preachers is feeding themselves, but the sheep is not being fed. The shepherds are getting fat. In other words, the shepherds are getting rich. But the sheep is starving because, because they, are, they, they are not being fed. They're not being fed the true word of God. They're not being fed. Praise the Lord. So, <clears throat> so that was the third day. In the book of 
I'm trying to think of his name right now, pray the Lord. Uh, uh, I think it was uh, Joseph. When he was dealing with Pharaoh, Pharaoh had a dream where he dreamed something three times. First was about the corn and the napalm. I can't think what the other two were. But later on, Joseph told Pharaoh, said, ring the revenge three. God is surely going to do this. Ring the Lord spoke to me three times by the word, saying, I will not repent. I repent it not. I will not repent. He will let me know that what is written in the book of Ezekiel, what Ezekiel prophesied back there then, it finished, surely happened. It finished, should have happened. Now, somebody might be saying, what is finished? What is surely to be happened? I've been preaching this stuff for some time. Like I was preaching to the little lady last night. I was preaching to Chell. Preaching to Chell tonight. But the, the Bible said that gospel is going to be preached whether we hear it or don't hear it. And the word of God is going to come to pass whether we hear it or not hear it. Praise the Lord. This, this, this word is still going to come to pass whether we hear it or don't hear it. Because the Bible said, tell them whether they want to hear it or don't hear it. Tell them. Praise the Lord. Now, if you have a vision, you're both compared to the scripture. God gave me the meaning of my vision when he went to Ezekiel and said three times on, on three days, I will not repent. I repent it's not. I will not repent. That was said uh, on, in a three-day period. The black letter just appeared in my Bible. Go to Ezekiel, the seventh chapter. Praise the Lord. Now, why are we going to start it? Let, let's go to the second chapter real quick before we go to the second chapter. When I started reading the book of Ezekiel, it seemed yet like the Lord was talking to me. You know the scripture got to begin where they speak to you. Start in the second chapter. And he said unto me, who? Me, Pete Bounder. And the scripture was talking to me. Son of man. When I seen that, I said, well, why did the Lord say that? Because I was a fresh sinner. But anyway, he was saying, and he said, and he said unto me, son of man. Stand up on thy feet, and I will speak unto thee. Two, and the Spirit entered into me when he spoke unto me, and, I, and set me up on my feet, that I heard him that spoke unto me. Like in that vision, the Holy Ghost spoke to me from within, somewhat like a calamity. It was my own thoughts, but I knew it wasn't my thoughts. My own thoughts said, go to Ruba. In that vision, my own thoughts said, go to Ruba, your long prophet, and power will be given unto you. I imagine what happened with Ezekiel, third chapter. And he said unto me, Son of man, I send thee to the children of Israel, to the rebellious nation that had rebelled against me. Me, they and their father have transgressed against me even unto this very day. For they are impudent children and stiff-hearted. I do send thee unto them, and thou shalt say unto them, Thus said the Lord God. And they will, they will hear or forbear, they will forbear, for they are a rebellious house, yet shall, yet shall know that there had been a prophet among them. Praise the Lord. And read 6, and say, And thy son of man, be not afraid of them, neither be, uh, 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 neither be afraid of their word, 
though bears and thorns be with thee, and thou dost dwell among scorpions, be not afraid of their word, nor be dismayed at their look, though they be a rebellious house. And, and, said, and thou shalt speak by words unto them, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear, for they are most rebellious. Hey, but thou, son of man, hear what I say unto thee. Be not thou rebellious like that rebellious house. Open thy mouth and eat that I give thee. And I ate the word of God. When I was in school, they said, you are what you eat. So I ate the word of God. And when you eat the word, you become the word. So I ate the word of God. And one of those scriptures, he said, uh, Let's see, can I find it real quick? All right, let, let, let's go a little further here. Same play before I go to the 7th chapter. I, ain't got, I got a little time tonight. And it said, now, and when I looked, behold, and hain was sent unto me, and lo, a row of a book was therein, and he spread it before me. And it was written within and without, and there was written therein limitation and mourning and woes. That's your Bible in your hand. God got a book spread. God got a road spread in all our hands. Nowadays, we call that road the Bible. God gave me a road. My road was called the Bible, the King James Version. That was my road. And in that road, I found those, those circles, those little strings right and everything. And I read that again and again. The Bible says, every man shall be taught of God. I was taught by God himself. Not only I, but everybody. The Bible said we have no need that no man teach us nothing. For every man shall be taught by God. Praise the Lord. All right, let's go to the third chapter. We read a little bit more before I get to the seventh chapter. More we said unto me, son of man, eat that, eat that thy fine, eat that row, and go speak unto the house of Israel. See, God gave me a book to preach out of. And the name of that book is Ezekiel. Second. So I opened my mouth and be, and he be, he called me to eat that row. And he said unto me, Son of man, cause thy better to eat and fill thy bowel with this robe that I give thee. Then did I eat it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. For and he said unto me, Son of man, go get thee unto the house of Israel and speak with my words unto them. For, for thou art not sent to a people of a strange speech and of a hard language, but to the house of Israel. In other words, let me clear it up. For thou art not sent to a a, a, a people of a strange speech or of a strange name, but to the house of America. Six. Not too many people of a strange speech and of a hard language. Who words thy kid not understand? Surely, had I sent thee to them, they would have hearkened unto thee. Saying, but the house of Israel will not hearken unto thee, for they will not hearken unto me. For all the house of Israel are impugned and hard-hearted. Because, behold, I have made thy face strong against their faith, and thy forehead strong against their forehead. And an arm and harder than flint have I made thy forehead. Fear them not. Bring the Lord will let me know that. The Lord don't let me know that after a while, folk going to be in to pay attention to their word. And Satan going to come upon men that got influence, preachers and things. They're going to use their influence to influence males. Policemen that come in, like the Pharisees said. The Pharisees didn't come to Jesus themselves, but they used means and high authority to shut the gospel up. 
It's going to be the same thing in these last days. It ain't going to be no difference. The Lord let me know that, that his people are going to have to band together for their own protection. And when the Lord revealed that to me, I said to myself, what is going to be going on? Where the policeman going to be at? When that hurricane hit down there in New Orleans, it wasn't no policeman. Anyway, pray the Lord. Thing can happen overnight. Pray the Lord. The Lord let me know that folks gonna be falling in the ground, just walking around. We call we call them a sinkhole. Sinkhole just gonna develop on the four foot. While I, I said to myself, folks about gonna be scared to walk around. Pray the Lord. Now let's go to the seventh chapter. And what the Lord revealed to me out of the book of Ezekiel, I heard a preacher say, Ezekiel is the God last day prophet. You know, folk call me a last day prophet. Reluctantly, pray the Lord, they saw the guy forced into saying it. But I, when they said it, what I said to myself, God has said that they're going to know that there's been a prophet among them, but they're not going to hearken unto me. Pray the Lord. Folk going to know that there's a man of God in town, but ain't nobody going to listen. Not till it's too late. There's going to be plenty of folk running afterwards. Past tense. Now, let's read because we got to go and hopefully come back because we ain't through yet. We got a few towns yet to get to because I'm finna, the Lord will stir to my spirit to tell this gospel now full and wide. I'm just going to do so. And like those ladies, those ladies, I had, God had already given prophecy. The other folks going to be preaching for me. Those two ladies were preaching for me. They were, they, we were in that little tent. They were already going around. They told, the lady told your ain't, said, that's a, that's an end time prophet. Just going around telling everybody, said, the thing that that man said, come to pass. Praise the Lord. The Bible said these signs should follow them that love me. I, I, I preached up on that tent. I told the people, something got to separate us from the rest of the folks. Something got to separate us. I don't want to get into that message. Let me go ahead on. Moreover, the word seven chapters. You ready? Pray the Lord. Pray the Lord. We want all to say ready. Say amen. amen. All right. Now it said, moreover, now I'm giving you the meaning of the vision. I ain't told all the vision because I ain't got time. But I think I said enough. There's a whole lot more I need to say, but I, I can't give all the vision right now. Because time evades me right now. But it's it, it going to come a time when I'm going to tell the whole thing from beginning to end. Praise the Lord. And when I speak, people are going to be criminal. Because they're going to know that the word of God is true. And God finished said what he's going to do. Because they're going to look around and see the, the phantom in themselves being consumed by droughts. Phantom and pestilence. They're going to be consumed. God, God told Ezekiel, drop thy word in the south field. And the Lord put in my heart, you, you do like Ezekiel. Prophesy against the south field. And he told Ezekiel, say unto the south field, thus says the Lord God unto the south, south field, I am against thee, and I shall kindle fire in the midst of thee. And it shall be a consuming fire. And it shall burn from the south to the north. And all faith shall know that I, the Lord, have killed this fire, for it shall be unquenchable. There's a forest fire. They're going to start in the south, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida. 
and yet catch on fire, and it's going to be so hot, and everything they do to put it out ain't going to put it out. Praise the Lord. I was in a little town. Lady, I didn't even know what I said. The lady said, you said that's going to happen. I don't even know what they were talking about. Because I, 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 I speak so many prophecies, I can't keep up with them all. Let's go to the 7th chapter because we got to go. Moreover, now keep in mind, I'm giving you the meaning of the vision. This is the meaning of the vision. If we have a vision, take it to the scripture. Ezekiel is God's last day preacher. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Second verse, also thy son of man, thus said the Lord God unto the land of Israel, or to the land of America, or to any nation that he judges. And God is judging America for his sins. God is judging America for rejecting God. God is judging America for all the abomination that is on the land. Folks are not raising their children to know the Lord. That's a, that, that's a sin. They let these children and these little baby things grow up without the knowledge of God. The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. And he shall not depart. Folks are not craning their children up to fear the name of the Lord. And we got a generation that don't fear God. Praise the Lord. He said, also thy son of man, thus said the Lord God unto the land of Israel, America, to the internet he, he, he judged. The end, the end has come upon the four corners of the land. Now is the end come upon thee, and I will send my anger upon thee, and I will judge thee according to thy ways, and will recompense upon thee all thy abomination. And my eyes shall not spare thee, neither will I have pity. But I will recompense thy ways upon thee, and thy abomination shall be in the midst of thee, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. See, we got our abomination right now in the midst of us. And ain't, and, and, and ain't nobody crying out against it. What abomination? We got adultery. That's one uh, 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 abomination. The next abomination we got is main lane with main, as he does womankind. And God got in the Bible that man should not lay with mankind as he does womankind. We got womankind laying with womankind as she does with mankind. And God said woman shouldn't lay with womankind as she does with mankind. And the worst thing, everybody now is pleased with it. Ain't nobody crying out against it. The preachers are not preaching against it. It's being accepted. Folk care going about like this, okay. Now we are in the judgment of God. God going to let us know the hard way that he ain't pleased with this. Because right here and said the, uh, uh, the abomination that is in the midst of us. We got the abomination in the midst of the church. Praise the Lord. Got all this abomination in the house of God. Praise the Lord. And, and don't nobody feel God. The Lord let me know people don't feel his rebukes. We don't feel God rebukes. Six, and the end has come, the end has come, it watches for thee, behold it comes. Seven, the morning has come unto thee, O thou that dwells in the land. The time has come, the day of trouble is near, and not the sound again of the mountains. I didn't get a chance to talk about the mountains. God showed me all these mountains exploding. Now, I don't understand them, 
But the smoke of these mountains is going to block out the sun. Now, in that vision, it seemed like to me that the temperature had faded a little bit. But he showed me when I seen this in his vision, I, I, I was afraid, and I started running. And there was a little log cabin. I ran in the log cabin. But I could feel on the inside there was no escape. The sound of the mountain. There was death in these mountains. And there wasn't no escaping the death. There wasn't no hiding place. Hey. Now will I shall to pour out my fear on thee and call it and accompany my anger upon thee, and I will judge thee according to thy ways, and will recompense thee for all thy abomination, and my eyes shall not spare, neither will I have pity, and I will recompense thee according to thy ways, and thy abomination that are in the midst of thee, all this sin that is in the midst of us. All this sin that is in the house of God. All this acceptance, all this, this what they call the alternative lifestyle. Pray the Lord. By nobody crying out against it. The president is not crying out against it. The mayor is not crying out against it. Uh, 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 the, the religious leader, the politician, ain't nobody crying out against this abomination. Pray the Lord. The abomination. That is in the midst of them. And they should know that I am the Lord that smacking. Everybody gonna know the Lord is smacking us around. Ten. Behold the day, behold it is come. The morning is gone, the morning is gone, folk. The rod has blossomed, pride has budded. Violence is written up into a rod of wickedness. None of them shall remain, nor of their multitude, nor in of their of theirs, neither shall there be welling for them. The time is come, the day draws near. Let not the bow rejoice, nor the settlement for the rabble of all the multitude thereof. Now, we get into something else that the Lord showed me about this great earthquake that's going to hit Mississippi. And, and, and the Lord put in my heart, in this little particular, I can refer to that as this being that, that when this happened, ain't nobody going to return to the house that's been sold, even though they are alive. Nor is he that don't bought the house going to return, even though he be alive. Not only did these forest fire going to drive us, uh, drive a lot of poaching folks away, and they ain't going to return. These stones going to come and blow things away, and they ain't going to return. People are people going to be on the wonder. It's going to be herds of people. Just, just traveling about, wandering around, nowhere to go. Praise the Lord. I once told a fellow it's about going to start off. Once somebody said, I'm going to leave, and, I, and, and, and when, when you know anything, it's going to be a herd of thousands of folks just crabbing across the country, nowhere to go, just wandering around. God let me know he's going to make no mass out the people. People just going to be wandering around. Praise the Lord. Sleeping out door, camping out by the hundreds and thousands. Oh, all because we will not hear thus says the Lord. All because we turn the, turning our head to all this abomination that is in the midst of us. Praise the Lord. 14 verse. They have blown the trumpet even to make all ready, but none go to the battle. For my wrath is from all the multitude there. The sword violent, the, the sword is without, the violent is without, and the pestilence and the phantom within. Uh, I was looking on the internet, they got a bunch of new disease 
Don't nobody even know what to know. Some folks talking about they come out of, out of space. Ain't nobody never seen it before. Doctor don't even know what to make of it. And one lady said, she said, this going to spread. She said, this been spread. And I went to praying, Lord, I sure hope that don't come my way. Pray, Lord. Folks don't even know what to make of it. Doctors don't even know what to make of it. That night ain't about hanging for folks getting sick with it. But 16, and, and they that escape all them shall escape and shall. Uh, uh, well, did I read all that? The 15, the sword is without and the pestilence and the phantom within. He that is in the field shall die by the sword, and he that is in the city, phantom and pestilence shall devour him. 16. But they, but they that escape of them shall escape and shall be on the mountain like doves of the valley. All of them mourning, every one for his inequality. All hands shall be feeble and all knees shall be weak as water. 18. They shall also grit themselves with sackcloth and harvest shall cover them. And shame shall be upon their all faith and, and baldness on all their heads. 13. They shall cast their silver in the street and their gold shall be removed. Their silver and their gold shall not be able to deliver them. In the day of the wrath of the Lord. In other words, even the rich man ain't going to buy his way out of this. Praise the Lord. Rich folk money ain't going to save him from this. Rich folk money not going to save him from the phantom. It's going to be yes, men and rich folks saying they whole house going home like the other poor folks. Because there ain't going to be nothing to buy. But let me let me finish it. They shall not satisfy their soul, neither fear their bow, because he is the stumbling block of the inequality. And they are for the beauty of his ornament, he said, in majesty, but they made the image of their abomination and of their mystery. Therefore have I said it from them. And I will give it unto the hands of the stranger for a prey, and to the wicked of the earth a spoil, and they shall pollute it. According to my faith will I turn away from them, and they shall pollute my sacred place. For the robber shall enter into it and defile it. Quarter three, God is crying out to the people. Now, make a change. For the land is full of bloody crime and the city is full of violence. Wherefore, I will bring the worst of the heathen and they shall possess their houses and I will also make the pump of the strong to cease and their holy place shall be defiled. When the Lord first revealed that to me, I, I didn't know who them folks were. And I still don't know. But he's going to bring them here, whoever they're going to be. And in the Bible, said they, in another place in the Bible, he said, these folks ain't regarding neither silver nor gold. They're yet, they're yet going to be doing evil and killing going on. That might quit the destruction coming, and they shall seek peace, and, shall, and there shall none be, there shall be none. 26. Mission shall come upon mission, and rumor shall be upon rumor. Then shall they seek a vision of the prophet. But the law shall perish from the priest and counsel from the council. See, it comes a time folks gonna seek out the advice and comfort of a prophet. Right now, ain't nobody seeking no prophet. God put in my heart that folks gonna hunt down a good preacher. He didn't say a prophet, but he said folks gonna hunt down a good preacher. And I don't know what can possibly go in this world on to make folks hunt down a good preacher. Because this is what I said. Folks gonna be passing by all these churches looking for. One man or one woman? But I feel in my spirit, folk gonna be crying hundreds of miles trying to find somebody preaching the true word of God. Like I heard the priest have on the tent. He said, there, there's a phantom in the land right now. Not a bread and water, but a phantom of heaven and hearing the true word of God. Yeah. 
That's the phantom. Oh, we got some preaching all right enough. Praise the Lord. But that's not the word of God. The true word of God. Well, preachers is making the world, making God's word alive yeah. to the members and to themselves. Yeah. Now, right, of course, the king shall moan and the prince shall be clothed with desolation, and the hands of the people of the land shall be troubled. I will do unto them as their way, and according to their desire, and, and, and will judge them, and they shall know that I am the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, it's so much reading here, I really need to read the 8th chapter 2. But I ain't going to read the 8th chapter. Because that's a little bit too long. Now, there's going to come a time we're going to read all this. Amen. 